views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. Each week, you'll learn how to navigate the global shift of consciousness and explore the deeper knowledge within. Welcome home. Now here's your host, Dr. Kelly Neff. Greetings and welcome to the Lucid Planet Radio on the Dr. Pat Show. <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. We, we just did this, everybody. Hey, you guys out there, we decided to do something different. We wanted to introduce you to the Lucid Planet with Dr. Kelly Neff. And by the way, you just heard her amazing voice. Uh, and the reason we wanted to do this uh, is because this is one of the most incredible gifts that we have now to be able to present a talent like Dr. Kelly. I mean, it's just enormous. You know, Benny and I were kind of chit-chatting about a bunch of things here, uh, Dr. Kelly, not too long ago. And I'm going to introduce you formally in a minute. Sure. But we were talking about, you know, how things are changed. And the other day on the radio, I was sharing with the listeners that, the ideas that are just being generate, generated by all of the folks here, the team here that is that we never meet, the behind-the-scenes scenes peeps that make things the, – the ideas are incredible. And then I went to your website, thelucidplanet.com, and I saw what you were creating. And I thought to myself, yes – this is the new energy. This is the passing of the baton from the people 13 years ago that I got to talk with now to this fresh new mainstream. <laughs> That's what this is. And Dr. Kelly Neff, psychologist, author, founder, di founding director of the Lucent Planet. She's joining me here today. She has reached millions of people with her articles on psychology, spirituality, wellness. And I have to tell you, they are amazing. Uh, whether you are following her on Mind Body Green or you go to her own website, thelucidplanet.com, you know, you can check out what is going on. She and I have something, oh my gosh, so <laughs> interesting and common, I could not believe it. It's so that's how, Dr. Kelly, that's how I know that you and I are not really running the show, even though we know Benny's running the show for real, <laughs> right? Absolutely. For Absolutely. you and I to be graduates from the same university and work with the same dean, <laughs> yep. what do you make of that stuff? I, it's, it's just synergistic. <laughs> and there's really no explanation of how we ended up here because... <laughs> You know, like I'm sure they trained us. I know they trained me to do very different things, but that's the beautiful kind of evolving nature of life is that we get to decide what we want and you say yes to the universe. You surrender to the opportunities that come your way, even when they seem hard or weird or challenging. And sometimes, you know, like you've really inspired me by blazing your own trail and taking that opportunity, even though it's kind of 
you know, we're psychology people, but, <laughs> you know, uh -oh. there's, <laughs> uh -oh. but, you know, there, there's such a message behind it. And I mean, I'm sure you can agree. Academia can be really limiting and so can, you know, the business world. It can be really limiting um, when you do think outside of the box and you do really want to push boundaries. And that's all I want to do is just come from the heart and kind of push it as far as I can to get this information out there. Um, and I, I really appreciate that intro. Wow. That was very, that was very powerful stuff. <laughs> well, you know, this is really kind of cool about this. And, but for those of you, yeah, we're talking about, uh, Claremont Graduate University in California, both of yes. us. Yes. Um, you and I are also have something cool in common. You're an avid supporter of visionary art, music, culture, scene, you, you know, and, you know, e whether it's in your home state of Colorado or beyond, you know, you are someone that really understands and appreciates appreciates the integration of both right and left brains. I mean, you know, this is what we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. uh, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, Benny knows, and I've shared this, you know, for me, I thought I was going to be a rock star. I did. I mean, I was a Janis Joplin groupie. I had my own band. And then the reality hit me one day. Mm-hmm. Where are those pictures, though? Because Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'll send them to you. I got them. Okay. But okay. here's the reality that hit me. You know, as the band is playing in, you ready? Manville, New Jersey. And wow. I'm up. <laughs> here's the reality. And this is really, this is actually the lead in for the show today. Here's the reality, right? The lucid planet is me in front of a band singing. The reality is. I could not hold a note. I could not sing to save my life. But I thought I was doing my thing. Yep. Doing my thing. Yep. Tell me about the lucid planet and how that encapsulates for our listeners the idea of doing your thing, whether or not you can actually think you can do it or not. Exactly. Well, I mean, we know we know our reality is all filtered through our perception. So if you believe you can do it, even if you can't carry a note, you can still get up there at karaoke and blast that song out and have a great time and express yourself in that way. And in a lot of ways, that's really what Lucid Planet is to me, that you can really expand your consciousness and you can you know, you deserve to be healthy and happy. You don't have to carry around this emotional baggage and pain. You know, you can live your passion and live your dreams. And this is certainly an example of doing that in my life, but also putting information and knowledge out there for people to help empower them. And it comes from science. It comes from my own feelings. It comes from the energetic and spirit world. And, you know, when you talk about fusing right and left brain, that's kind of how I see my life as this synergy between science and my academic training and being a medical researcher and a professor, and then also the spirit and the energy and the things that we can't measure and we can't operationalize. And for a very long time in my life, I thought that, you know, you know, I, I desperately wanted to feel like I believed in something. But the scientist in me always held myself back because I couldn't prove it. I couldn't really, you know, observe it in an empirical way and measure it. And in science, if you can't measure it, it doesn't exist. So for a very long time, I kind of 
I didn't believe in the spirit and I didn't believe in energy. And I, I kind of thought, you know, there's nothing. You live, you die, that's it. We're just going through the motions. We're just like animals, you know. And, and now I look back on that and it's so funny because even animals, I believe, have this consciousness, <laughs> spirit and this, you know, energy. Um, so kind of finding myself through that journey and it's been several years um, really. And, and I'm sure I will continue to learn mm-hmm. and, and discover more. And so I'm trying to bring people both sides, you know, like we can talk about uh, astronomy and astrology and how they affect us. Right. 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 You know, we can talk about the science of crystals and how, you know, the computer that I'm typing on right now, the, the display is made of liquid crystals that, right. we know, you know, but then also the kind of energetic components that the different crystals have and how they send vibrations through our space. And, you know, I might have been laughed out of a scientific conference five or 10 years ago for talking about that, but not now, because we're slowly seeing that you have to have spirit and energy in science and vice versa. And it's kind of well, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I actually was laughed out. I mean, I'm not <laughs> going to mention any names, but a mutual uh, colleague of ours saw a picture of me with my arms extended and he literally blacklisted me because part of what he thought I had were crystals in my hands. <laughs> and so he basically said, man, I don't want I don't want her working with any of our our students on their projects. The reality is. <laughs> I wasn't holding crystals. I was holding thunder eggs. But, you know, what's, what's the, I mean, it doesn't matter. But you're right. Ten years ago, that was a no-no. Don't you think also, though, ten years ago, even having spirituality, as a psychologist, right, you cannot incorporate, you could not incorporate spirituality in your practice. You couldn't be registered as a licensed psychologist, in a state and say, my psychology is going to include spirituality. Have we changed enough or where do we need to go? Oh, I think things are changing so rapidly. And the first part of it is that science and technology is actually catching up. You know, we now have the ability to measure things that we didn't, we weren't able to measure before. Um, So now suddenly, you know, we have quantum physics telling us, well, actually the observer changes the outcome. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, whoa, what does that mean? It means every, so, so if you're a psychologist, then just by being there with your patient, you're affecting them, your beliefs and your attitude is actually altering them in some way. Um, and you have universities like Naropa, which is in my hometown right now, Boulder, Colorado represent, um, and, uh, Naropa university. It's all about spiritual transcendental psychology and incorporating Buddhist beliefs into psychology practices, incorporating nature therapy into psychology practices, incorporating art therapy, music therapy, elements that in the past might've seemed absurd suddenly are really having profound healing effects because it's getting in touch with that creative side and that's true self-expression within people. So yeah, I absolutely think things are changing and evolving and, mm-hmm. even, you know, even the discipline of psychology, you, you know, from Claremont, the focus on positive psychology, Yes, you know, which is so huge and has been so influential in my life. Um, the idea that you can study thriving yes. and you can study success. You can, instead of medicalizing everyone and kind of treating them like, oh, well, you're diseased and you're ill and you need medication and we're going to study what's wrong with you and we're going to focus on the dysfunction in people. The reality is, you know, we could all be dysfunctional at certain times. <laughs> and, right. But what makes us really successful? What puts us into the state of flow? 
flow is something that's so big. Oh, me. so you yeah. got to study with the flow guy. I did. Mikhail. Yeah. 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 Me yes. too. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it was part of my dissertation that they cut out. <laughs> like, oh man. I know. Uh, but you know, it did. But here's the thing. When I started this show, right in 2003, shortly after I graduated, that that learning and we, let's talk about this when we come back from a break. That learning was not lost on me. You see, mm-hmm. you see what he taught and, and and what he was able to describe flow was not lost on me. And so, you know, when I when I decided or had to make a decision as to what I was going to really publish, it was on the consequences of broken promises. What didn't get published is what the what the what the generative effect on keeping promises was all about. When we come back, we're going to talk about what you discovered on the way to your higher calling. And how can lucid planet, what I like to say, energy, transform the world? Dr. Kelly Neff joining me here today. You guys are going to love a radio show. This is an introduction. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some amazing festivals coming up, that and much more. We'll be right back. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful, transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. (laughs) Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Transformation Talk Radio, the new mainstream in talk radio. JJ is in the house, man. Oh, wow. Calling in that spirit, that oh. wild woman spirit. I love it. Love oh, it. I do love it. Dr. Kelly Neff joining us here today. You guys, Lucid Planet Radio is going to be in your homes pretty soon. You know, woo-woo. interesting topic. Interesting where we're going with this, isn't it? Yes. Um, but I ask you a question about, you know... Honestly, how did how did the both of us, you know, Claremont graduates, get to this place? All right. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, and let's talk about that for a minute, because I think it does relate to flow. And Absolutely. I think flow relates to what we manifest. So it's all you now. All right. Well, I mean, I think for me, um, there's very much this flow is really this optimal state of consciousness where time disappears And you're just, you love what you're doing so much that you lose track of everything else. And that's where the magic comes from. And for me personally, writing has always been what has brought me into that state of flow. And I even remember in graduate school, writing papers, and these are not fun papers. These are, you know, hardcore (laughs) research (laughs) papers. And, um, but like I, I'd, I'd be writing and the next thing I know, I'd look at the clock and like four hours had passed and I've written 20 pages and I don't even remember. I've just been kind of in that state. And I look at it now and I understand it almost like channeling. Um, I read this amazing book about creativity called The Artist Way by Julia. Yes, Cameron. I love it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And she talks about how, yes, you're doing the work. But really what you're doing is allowing your divine creativity to come through you. And it's your creativity, whether it's writing or music or art, it's part of your connection to divinity and to spirit because you are actually manifesting this really beautiful thing and it's a gift to the planet. And I read that years later, but at the time in graduate school, all I thought was, wow, I really like writing, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, part of my struggle was that all the time I got cited by my professors who I love so dearly. They Mm -hmm. they were really inspirational. Um, But I always got cited for being, they quote, too editorial as in, yeah. I'm yeah. putting me too. I'm, right? me too. Yeah. You're putting emotion into the writing yeah. and you're, yeah. you're kind of commenting and judging and giving your opinions. And they would say, this is science. 
There's no opinions. There's no emotion. It's science. And it kind of took a lot of the joy out of it for me. And so I'm writing this scientific paper. I've poured a hundred hours into it and it's so dry and it'll get read by, you know, four people in a journal somewhere. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, after a while I was, I was sad because so much of what I loved, which was writing, I was kind of losing it. I was losing myself in the process. And that was part of my inspiration to leave academia. Um, I love mm. teaching. I mean, I, I got to teach the psychology of sex for seven years. And <laughs> it was, you know, some of the most fun experiences of my life happened in that class. And, you know, my first class when I showed up as the professor, I was 24 years old. <laughs> and they all looked around. And they said, who's the professor? And I said, I am. And they were laughing. <laughs> and, you know, when I finally walked to the front of the room and started setting up, they were like, oh, oh, no. Oh, crap. She really is the <laughs> professor. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I love doing it. But um, again, my problem with it was a kind of similar thing. It took so much time and energy. Yeah, it did the grading, right, the, just everything that, that I couldn't really focus on my passions. Um, and that's a big struggle that many of us have with work is that if we're not in flow with work, but we're doing it all the time, we really have to carve out time to do what we love and what makes us happy and what nourishes our spirit and our soul. Um, and so for me, I, I basically had this profound awakening and kind of moment where I decided I have to do this. I have to bring my, my really what I believe and all of my passions. I need to bring that to as many people as possible. Yeah. And I can't do that as a medical researcher. I can't do that writing uh, academic papers. I can't do that as a professor. And so I managed to transition to becoming a full-time author and uh, writing for some of the biggest websites on the internet and just really loving it. Um, and, you know, that in itself was a huge journey too because you're, you're sharing something on a website like The Mind Unleashed right. uh, where there's six and a half million Facebook followers that see right. your article. And so suddenly you're, you're really vulnerable because there's millions and millions of people reading your work and you're going to get trolled. <laughs> you're going to get criticized. There's going to be haters um, because that's just the nature of reality. And so learning to kind of stand behind your work 100%. So no matter what happens, you're happy with what you did and you don't really care. And I'm always open to criticism. I'm not a guru. This is the thing. A lot of these people who write for high profile things or they're doctors, you know, they're kind of on a pedestal. And I repeatedly make sure to knock myself off the pedestal constantly. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be perfect. I don't want to be a guru. I'm just me and I'm learning along with everybody else. And I think that's really powerful um, because, you know, otherwise, like, I start becoming a persona instead of a real human being and a real grounded person. So when my writing, you know, would get criticized on the internet, at first it was kind of hard, but then I realized this is good. This is how you get better. You know, this is how you learn. And if you're writing about it, the topic, um, like narcissism, right? I know we, we've talked about the narcissist article. When you're writing about that, there'll be narcissists who read that article and they want to lash out at you because you're holding up the mirror to them and what they don't like about themselves. And so I got a lot of hate mail from narcissists for a while. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, here we are, right? You know, and I've talked about this too. Uh, and, and here's the deal. Uh, you know, when I talk about this, you know, people look at us and they say, you too, really? With your, you know, your big fat psychology degrees, 
and you're going to come out there and talk about narcissism and how deadly it is and the fact that you don't believe narcissists change. Well, whatever you believe, I mean, it's an interesting conversation. But what I spoke out against was the fact that the APA wanted to change the category of narciss, you know, narcissistic personality disorder and make it normal. And their rationalization was that everybody's a narcissist. No, no, not everybody's a narcissist. Most people may be self-absorbed, but yeah. boy, there's a fundamental difference, isn't there? I think so. I think at some point, you know, we have, we all have an ego and that ego is there for a reason. And it's there, you know, so that we we take care of our basic human needs like food and water and existence. And, you know, we, we don't just neglect ourselves to help other people because we need to be able to function. Um, but when that ego gets out of control, yeah, absolutely. There are narcissists and there are borderline narcissists. There are recovering narcissists. I like to call myself a recovering narcissist that, you know, throughout the, throughout my life, I've gone through periods where I do think, Oh yeah, I'm so great. And people should just listen to me because I know better. And then now here I am on the radio. <laughs> um, but the difference, is, <laughs> the difference is, you know, with with true textbook narcissists, um, they genuinely um, really are very exploitative of other people and they lack empathy. Um, and that's really where I think the the problem comes in, because when you're lacking empathy and you take advantage of people for personal game and you have, you know, intense bouts of jealousy, this this becomes a damaging behavior and it's really harmful and toxic to the people around you who aren't narcissists. And so I definitely believe that, yeah, there is a problem here. And what's funny is that we really can't even say how many people are narcissists because <laughs> the, re yeah, the research is showing that it's rising so quickly Thanks to really they're saying a lot of the research and I talk about this in my article, um, seven things you need to know about narcissists from a psychologist perspective, which is, <laughs> on, <laughs> which is on the lucid planet and the mind unleashed. Um, you know, they say 6.3% of the population mm -hmm. are narcissists, mm -hmm. um, but about 10% of 20 to 29 year olds are narcissists. <laughs> and so one of the key components of this is social media. We create these personas and then mm -hmm. it's all about publicizing them. And, and, mm -hmm. and I, a lot of people react really negatively to that because you know, they love social media. And I'm certainly not saying that everybody on social media is a narcissist. Right, right, right. You but know. let's take the flip side of that because for every narcissist, there's a codependent. <laughs> and, oh, my God, now we're getting into a whole psychology show. But it's really true. I mean, maybe you and I should have, do a show just on this topic yeah. because we're so quick to label people. But you know this. I mean, you know, somebody wrote an article once, you know, what's the best diet for a narcissist? And the answer was a codependent. <laughs> and, and I thought, oh, oh my gosh. The, and it was one of the best articles I had ever read. And what they were saying was... If this is if this is how you're showing up in life, you know, the wounds are so great, you know, this whole codependent term, the wounds are so great for you that the need for approval runs your life, you know, as alcohol does to the alcoholic. Yeah. And I think that's really what we're talking about is being immersed in a way of be, a way of showing up in the world that isn't for your highest good. Let's take a short break when we come back. Awesome. Let's talk about how how each of us can embrace, can know, and can be a greater good. 
Dr. Awesome. Kelly Neff joining me here today, folks. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine with Share Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio. And here's your tip of the day. When we choose to release the baggage that's in the way of manifesting our destiny, it doesn't mean that we have to abandon everyone. And if you think that, then you are being held by an energy that can feel extremely negative. If I ask you where you're feeling it, common places being the solar plexus or your heart space, you will notice that the joy is gone. You are withdrawing energetically, pulling back. When we came into this world, it wasn't to be miserable and to tolerate and to live according to the needs and desires of others. So choose now. What are you wanting in your life? Are you hiding behind others and their needs so you don't have to step onto your own life path? Guilt is learned. Let's undo it and get our joy back. Let's switch up the language. Join me on Sheer Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio or visit lesliefontaine.com. Be a leader as a way of life. Reclaim leadership over your domain with Ascended Master Moses. Meditation workshop led by Wendy R. Wolf and Lynn Brown. Friday, January 30th at the Key Center Building in Bellevue. Live out your unique and significant role in this lifetime for the betterment of your soul as well as the universe as a whole. Come practice opening to your inner voice. Be the difference only you can make in your world. To register, go to HealGrowShine.com or email Wendy at WendyRWolf.com. Are you feeling stressed, in pain, disconnected, worried about aging? Corrective alignment and integration therapy restores health. Move your body, which frees your mind and elevates your spirit. BodyWise Bodywork LLC provides the tools you need to create the change you've been waiting for. Start living a fully present and integrated life. Book your 15-minute consultation online at www.bodywisebodywork.com. BodyWise Bodywork LLC, because it's the only body you've got. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Transformation Talk Radio, the new mainstream in talk radio.
Hey, everybody. Wow, it's great to have all of you here. So thrilled to have my friend and colleague, Dr. Kelly Neff, joining me here today. Get ready for, you know, the lucidplanet.com. Go check it out. Go to Twitter, the Lucid Planet, Facebook, the Lucid Planet with Dr. Kelly. And my gosh, here's where we go. She's going to correct me on all of that. No, um, it's all good. All did good. I get it? Did yeah, I get it? Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to share some really cool stuff. I mean, there are things going on in the universe right now that, you know, Dr. Kelly, you've written about. I love your website. I mean, if you guys want to go check out really cool a content, beautiful pictures, you can tell that this is somebody that gets the visual aspect of life. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. I um, think we are like twins. What do they say about that, <laughs> you know, from another mother or something yeah, like that? Yeah. <laughs> but tell us what's going on in the world. Tell us what's going on oh, on the wow. planet. I mean, we are living on a lucid planet. <laughs> you know, that's why I, that's really why that name resonated so strongly because the lucid is that wakefulness and that presence and that luminous nature. And, you know, that this is what's happening is that people are waking up and we're connecting and co-creating like never before. And what we're seeing is an emergence of this new visionary culture as a result of people getting together and kind of creating organically their own culture. Instead of being told by media giants and executives, this is what's on MTV, this is what you're going to like, this is what you need to listen to, and kind of having our lives dictated to us. And, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, so I had a lot of that with like MTV and kind of just being told. Now we're seeing the opposite. We're seeing culture emerging from the ground up grassroots movements and these transformational festivals that aren't run by big industry, not yet anyway, but that are actually the people creating these movements and creating space where we can connect with each other and where we are kind of connecting to our ancient tribal roots. We're dancing together outside, we're camping together, living on the land, um, and just really having this beautiful synergy with each other and with, um, with the earth, you know, these events, I'm a huge proponent of transformational festivals. They have changed my life and really brought me into a space of connection with other people. And for the first time in my life, feeling like I have a community that I love and that loves me. And, you know, I've always been a weirdo. I've never fit in. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> and, um, you know, really, uh, my first transformational festivals, I started, um, in 2012 with symbiosis pyramid, wow. which was uh, on sacred Indian land in Northern Nevada. And we watched a full solar eclipse on site while everyone was drumming and chanting and it was wild. I was in a gong chair. Have you ever been in a gong chair? Oh my no. God. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Uh, guy Douglas, gong guy. Um, you, you lie in a chair and it's surrounded by gongs and it, it activates your energetic field. It's, it's really a sound healing, a vibrational frequency technique. Um, so I got to experience really cool stuff like that. And then lightning in a bottle, 2012, um, was when I really fell in love with my, my partner, James, we, we just, it's, they, these festivals create the space. And I think that they're reflective of where society's going and what people are looking for out of life. It's not about money and it's about experience and community and connections and sustainability. Um, I just got back from Envision Festival in Costa Rica and that was a blast. (laughs) Um, but one of the things that's so incredible about Costa Rica and Envision Festival is the focus on sustainability. Right. Um, you know, Costa Rica, I don't know if you've seen the news this week, but for the entire year, 
Costa Rica, the, the country's power has been run off of renewable energy. Right. They have not right. burned, they've not burned any fossil fuels. It's incredible. Um, and so the festival was all about taking that to the next level. So for example, all composting toilets everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just really cool. So we're seeing people wanting to, you know, do better and be better. And, um, but don't, don't is it, yeah, let's stop for a minute because I love this. I love that you brought this up. Now, you, now I, I'm a little older, just a little, just want to say that. But, uh, you know, but here's what I've watched. You know, my friend Bradford Rand, you know, started the Go Green Expos. Oh, my God. It's got to be about, I don't know, Benny, maybe you remember, maybe about six, seven years ago. And, you know, really took the Green Expos to a different level. And then, you know, you're watching this. And we went through the struggle of this, Dr. Kelly, where an individual could not see, could not see how they could contribute to this. So let's go back because I want to ask you what mm. has changed in consciousness here. And let's skip mm. the next break because I really want to hear mm. you. I work for Bell Labs. You ready? Yep. And I work for Bell Labs. And it was in 1986 or 7, I want to say, I was the, he- I, I was the director of, of the graphics department uh, in, the phone, in the phone company. And in the state of New Jersey, they were one of the first people to get things cleaned up. And they required everyone to now recycle in the office. And everybody was freaked out. And so one of the graphic artists created the purple paper eater (laughs) to entice people to recycle. Now, many people would say, oh, that's a long time ago. But it's not really for the kind of change we're seeing now in our country where things are required. Do you think that that is a long time for change? And what's your perspective, Dr. Kelly, on individuals, you know, and their impact on global transformation? Oh, wow. What a great question. (laughs) Bam. Where did that come from? (laughs) Seriously. Um, I mean, I believe that we're all connected through this collective unconscious, uh, collective consciousness. Um, Unconscious. I like that too. Carl Jung, you know, Carl Jung is one of my inspirations in psychology, Mm -hmm. and he really was keyed into this idea that we share something that's way beyond our individual nature. And what I've seen during my lifetime is that collective consciousness or unconsciousness evolving so much so that to we're now at this point where ignorance is a choice now. Ignorance about the world and each other and what's happening, it's a choice because we have this network of information at our fingertips all the time. So I actually credit the technological advances that we've had with a big part of how we've been able to shift so incredibly quickly. And it's been a a remarkably rapid shift, truly. Um, And, you know, we're connected through through social media suddenly so that someone posts a video on Earth We Are One about these new water systems in Africa that are pulling water out of the air in places, right? And suddenly everybody knows about it. And then somebody else has an idea on a different continent and then that idea can get implemented. I mean, it's like information's moving so quickly. And that, that, so in a way, like the good thing, you know, media, social media, the internet has good and bad components, right? Or positive and negative or whatever you want to call it. But one of the major positives is that, you know, we're not ignorant anymore about our world. Mm. And 
we're, we have a lot of access to information about the problems and we want to fix the problems. And we're seeing that paired with this kind of rise of what I like to call the indigo children. Um, <laughs> you know, really, I, I want to say, though, and there's been a lot of debate in psychology and science. Is the indigo children a real concept? Is it documented? Is it researched? Or is it more of an idea? And I, I don't know. I, I like to see it more kind of as an idea, as this concept of the people born starting in the early 80s and until now. I know so many people, including myself, who came into this life with a mission, and many people know what their mission is and many don't, but we're here to break down these old falling structures, you know, th this old world that's not sustainable and where we're not connected. We're here to kind of smash that and to build something up in its place that does serve humanity's greatest good and also the planet's greatest good. And so we have these indigo children. And then, you know, you'll hear all through the New Age and metaphysical movement, crystal children, rainbow children, um, all these different terms. But really, you know, instead of kind of narrowly defining all of them, I think what it's showing is that people are coming into the world with this heightened awareness. And it's not necessarily explainable, but it is part of what's happening. So, you know, I've always known I've had this mission to kind of, I've, I've, I've you know, they say with the indigo children, they resist authority, right. right? And they challenge everything as they're growing up. And I certainly did that. Um, but in addition, they, they, see larger, <laughs> <laughs> they see larger connections within things. And they're very, they're emotionally sensitive. You know, they don't like yelling and loud noises and traffic. And, you know, I think so many people now at this day and age, they don't want to spend their lives in a metal box sitting on the 405 freeway trying to, you know, go to a job that makes someone else money so that they can go home and watch, you know, crappy reality TV and <laughs> eat McDonald's. I just, people don't want that life anymore. We want more out of life. And, you know, we want experiences and connections and community. And, um, you know, you asked a great question about mm -hmm. the individual impact. Right. What does it take for an individual to have an impact? Um, you know, sometimes the problems can feel so big and each of us can feel so small. And if you try to take on the entire problem, if you try to take on that weight, just yourself, it's too much to handle. You know, and when I first became kind of awakened and open to everything that was going wrong, I would get so depressed because I'd be like, wow, everything's so messed up. There's just so much work to do. And then I kind of realized at some point, I can only do what I can do, but it's about transforming the world from within. Right. So just like Gandhi said, you know, you be the change that you want to see in the world. And that's how you make a difference. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm a whack job, <laughs> but probably. But I, I really genuinely believe that if everybody makes those little tiny steps in their own life to be a better person, to be more in alignment, um, as my partner, Jimmy Ohm, says, to clear their own forest, yeah. to do the work on yourself, and to live the life that's a reflection of how you want the world to be. And when you do that, you'll see changes start appearing around you because we're all connected. And so you'll inspire change in other people. And then those people will inspire change in other people. And then suddenly, before you know it, Things start getting better, but it's not like any one individual had to take the things by the helm and like really go for it. It's that every single person is putting in the effort and the energy that they have and that they should be putting in. I mean, that's the thing, like who wants to live a life 
where you're totally switched off and you're not taking care of yourself and you're trapped in the cycle of fear and overthinking and emotions, you know, isn't it better to, to want to be happy and to put in the work and do your meditation or do your yoga or exercise to clear your head and to do creative work that you're passionate about? And I think being in a flow state and doing that creative work is also a huge component of transforming the world from within. And oh. Yeah, well said. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, is worth mentioning is uh, what happens? What are the consequences of not doing that? You know, what what do people go through? And, you know, let's talk about this because, you know, you are the perception guru here. Oh, no, no no guru. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. That was like came out of my mouth and I'm like, where did that come from? But no, but let's talk about it differently. You know, you're let's let's call you the perception person because this is a field that you're very familiar with. So then if we look at perception of feeling like we don't stand a chance, right? You know, this idea of having the perception that we are less than or that we will never be able to live we want, you know, causes some consequences in our lives. So, you know, the antithesis, right, of of positive psychology is, is this gloom and doom view of life. And many people feel like they, they don't have a choice, that these are the cards I've been dealt Yes. Um, that victim mentality, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we're inundated with bad news and we're inundated, <laughs> right with stress. And, you know, they, they say bad news sells and I, I made lucid planet specifically to have good news. And so we don't focus on all the bad. Um, we're foolish if we believe that we actually know what, what's happening to the human race in the long term. I mean, we know that eventually, you know, this, every 50 million years, give or take, you know, the entire species on earth dies off and then something new happens. We know this. Um, but we don't really know what's coming or what's going to happen or what the timeline is. And people who think that they know for definite, you know, um, or people who get into that whole doomsday thing, I think that they're, they're kind of, they're limiting their reality and all it does is make their life less happy and less fun. Um, and yeah, maybe a lot of people also perceive that that's a reality principle, but I think what ends up happening is when you take on that victim mentality of there's nothing I can do. These are the cards I've been dealt like everything, you know, I'm, I'm just going to suffer for my life. <laughs> when you take on that mentality, you just make it true. And, um, it has to do with what I believe is kind of the way that our energy that we hold in our body, um, which is a frequency or a vibration, um, the universe will match whatever energy we put out in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so, And so if you're putting out that victim mentality, you will actually start to manifest. Uh, And it really has to do with the way you feel, not so much with what you think or what you say. The feeling inside is vibrational. We live in a vibrational universe. And um, I'm sure you know Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand reality, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And everything that you feel is that is a frequency. It is a vibration. And so if you feel that powerlessness, you actually send that out and that's what will end up coming back to you. And, and, and it's really unfortunate because it's hard to empower people when they get into that victim space. Um, Mm -hmm. and the, and really, again, like, like we were talking about during the break, Everybody is responsible for their own change. Even us as the psychologists, right. we are not responsible. People have to decide themselves that they want to change. But the, the, the piece of sweet, loving advice that I give 
is um, gratitude. Gratitude is really the best way to pull yourself out of that feeling of powerlessness and the victim mentality is think about how many good things you have in your life. Think about somebody who made you smile or a cute pet that you might have or something that tasted good, even really, really. And it sounds so simple, right? (laughs) But, but you know, like when things get tough, it's those little tiny things um, that actually will pull us out. And, but, but sometimes you need to just surrender to that feeling and trust that it will pass. And other times you need to put the self work in to really change your way of thinking. And I've been on both sides of this and I know that I will continue to go through this. And sometimes you feel like things are powerless and sometimes you feel like things are amazing. And that's, that's that yin and yang of life. You have to have both. Well, you know, one of the things, too, that, and, you know, with your show, we'll talk about this more. But one of the things, too, that I would love for you to touch upon, I mean, can you believe the hour is just about gone? I know. (laughs) Um, One of the things that I think is really kind of important for you to talk about with this is, you know, there's a life force. And, you know, as you move forward in incorporating the lucid planet conversation in the world, what's your vision for this? Hmm. You know, you know, when all is said and done and we're moving down the road and by the way, just so you know, that, uh, AWG, that water, uh, that water platform, I was part of one of the first companies in this country to bring that technology here. It's interesting, isn't it? I can't even believe you even mentioned that Tom Angel is the guy about that. But, you know, where do we want to go with Lucid Planet? What's your vision when we're looking down the road and, you know, it's 12 months from now? What are we going to be saying about the Lucid Planet and Dr. Kelly Neff? (laughs) Um, That's a great question. (laughs) You know, I like to believe, you know, Lots of really good big things are coming, but I try to always leave it open because a lot of the time what I imagine uh, doesn't even compare to what the universe has in store for me. <laughs> and so sometimes I can limit myself if I say, oh, well, this is exactly how it's going to be in 12 months. But I mean, really what I'm trying to do is bring people together, bring a community of people together who are all part of navigating the shift and supporting Mm -hmm. each other through the shift. And so I definitely see that growing and evolving. Um, I have a couple really big projects that I'm in talks for right now, um, Mm -hmm. book projects, uh, transformational festival um, projects where we're kind of helping to study this new visionary art and culture movement that's emerging um, out of the United States and other countries where this is like an incredibly potent sociological and psychological phenomenon that's not really being addressed by like mainstream or academia. And yet it's so Mm. important. Um, So I definitely see that being a big part. And I certainly see the, you know, helping people uh, to kind of enable them with tools to get through this period um, because, you know, it's not like the shift is going to end, <laughs> you know, we're going to keep growing and keep evolving. So it's really hard to say um, where all of this is going to end up, but I definitely feel super in flow with it. And mm. that's kind of all I'm going for is to just keep writing from the heart and writing, you know, positive messages for people and helping them get through the confusing times and the challenging times. And also really putting that culture out there that this is, you know, we're on transformation talk radio and I'm talking about transformational (laughs) 
festivals. And really that, that theme of transformation really runs huge for so many of us. And I see that continuing to grow. Oh, sure. it's amazing. You know, uh, first of all, I'm very excited. And, you know, I'm very excited for your weekly show. I'm very excited for the conversations. Uh, but, you know, also, you know, there are many realms to the lucid planet. You know, there are many topics. There are many ways that you are going to approach this and in your contribution, you know, to the world. So I want to thank you for saying yes to what flow is bringing forth in you. I want to thank you for doing that. And I know there's going to be way more um, conversations in the weeks to follow about this. So it's exciting. Let folks know some of the festivals that are going on. Let them know a little bit about what they'll find when they come to your website because it's amazing. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let, let me just touch on the website. Um, my website was designed by Fong Media Design, who is one of the greatest designers I've ever seen. What he did bringing my vision to life is unbelievable. And it features the artwork of Andre Jones, who is one of my favorite visionary artists. Wow. Uh, so funny how all of these things kind of come together. Um, so really big shout out to them for contributing to the site. Um, the site features pretty much what I deem to be the important and inspiring topics in my life. Um, and they range from psychology to health and wellness, spirituality, sex, relationships, conscious awakening, science, technology, ecology, visionary culture, alternative living, um, and the transformational festival world. So it's really like a huge kind of wide spanning bunch of topics. And right now I've been the only person writing on it, but watch this space. Um, there's going to be some collaborations coming up um, with, if you've heard of reality sandwich and evolver. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to be working with them soon. So that's nice. very exciting. And then, yeah, as far as um, transformational festivals there, you know, the summer is totally stacked with events. I can't unfortunately go to all of them um, because they do take a lot of time and energy and they can be really tough sometimes. <laughs> I was joking with someone yesterday about how the effort that you have to expend to get there is commensurate to how much fun you have. Yeah. So when you're trekking through dirt and dust and you're thirsty and you're exhausted and you have to drive <laughs> 12 hours and your RV breaks down, that's how you know you're going to have a really awesome time. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all about pushing your boundaries and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and then learning from it. And then you have this amazing community that supports you while you're at the event. Um, so for me, I'm actually really fortunate this year um, to be attending a lot of new festivals that I've never been to. So I just did Envision Festival, and I'll be hitting awesome. up uh, Firefly in Arizona, which is the weekend of June 12th. And my good friend, Dr. Nick, the essential oil alchemist, he's going to be there. He's going to be on my show soon, um, as well as the Womp Truck is doing sound at Firefly, which is um, the base crew out of Colorado. Oh, sweet, it's going to be really awesome. Yeah. And then I am doing Sonic Bloom, which I did last year. That's really the only one I'm repeating. And that's because Sonic Bloom is in Colorado as well, the uh, weekend of June uh, 19th. And it's just so close to my heart. Um, and it's the 10 year anniversary. So I think that's, and they have a new oh, location. Yeah, they actually bought a ranch um, in Rye, Colorado, and it just looks beautiful. And then after that, um, I will be hopefully making my way to Shambhala, which is in Canada. And it's kind of like Canada's Burning Man. And what's really cool about that one is they actually have their own site. Mm -hmm. It's a permanent festival site. Oh, so wow. So 
everything stays and they just wow. keep building and growing. Yeah. So it's just amazing. The art and there's a river and tons of amazing music. Um, and then I'm really hoping, and I don't want to jinx it, but I'm really hoping that I will finally make it to Burning Man this year. I oh, have, cool. I'm really hoping I haven't been able to go, um, as a college professor, Burning Man falls during the first week of school every year. And so I've been teaching and there's just been no way that I could go. And now finally, uh, I might be able to make it out there. Um, with well, a really I can off, fit, I yeah. can here. I know, we run, but I, I know we got to run, but I was going to say, I know, I know we have to run right now, but here's the deal. Why don't you create a field trip? <laughs> Why don't yes. you make it a class project? Oh, boom. With that, there boom. you go. I, think I know. Dr. Best. Kelly, thank yeah. you so much. You've been listening to the hit show. Lucid Planet Radio with renowned psychologist and author, Dr. Kelly Neff. Tune in each week as we illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. This hit show will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake up to the greatest version of yourself. Learn how to navigate the global shift of consciousness as you explore the deeper knowledge, passion, and purpose within. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for upcoming show topics and to contact Dr. Kelly. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn's powerful, transferable tools stem from her success in the very competitive world of sports and business. Since Lynn was one of the top athletes in the United States, she understands really well about the athlete's mind, their challenges, and what athletes need. I have confidence to ask Lynn to take care of my professional team just because of Lynn, her passion, and the power she has. Lynn is passionate about working with kids and with athletes. Her life is a testament to the incredible power of intention to create miracles. Lynn is dedicated to assisting and inspiring leaders with the vision and tools to realize their dreams. And she wants to help you next. Enhance your overall performance and the ability to reach your goals. Bring your game face on. Visit letter R, letter U, intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. (laughs) Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. 
Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Transformation Talk Radio, the new mainstream in talk radio. 